Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. This episode is brought to you by AARP. Ten years from today, Lisa Schneider will trade in her office job to become the leader of a pack of dogs. As the owner of her own dog rescue, that is. A second act made possible by the reskilling courses Lisa's taking now with AARP to help make sure her income lives as long as she does. And she can finally run with the big dogs. And the small dogs, who just think they're big dogs. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org skills. Hello, friends, and thanks for joining me this week. My name is Laura Adams, and I'm a personal finance expert who's been hosting the Money Girl podcast since 2008. I'm also the author of several books, including my most recent title, which was an Amazon number one new release called Money Smart Solopreneur, a personal finance system for freelancers, entrepreneurs, and side hustlers. So if you're building a business or you're just ready to earn more income on the side, it would be a great addition to your library. You could grab a copy of the paperback, the ebook, or listen to the audiobook today. My mission here on Money Girl is to help you get the knowledge and motivation to prioritize your finances, build wealth, and have more security and less stress. Every show is designed to make sure you come away with some practical advice to make better money decisions and hopefully take your financial life to the next level. I want you to subscribe to the show and participate by sending me your money questions or comments. I would love to hear them. You can leave a message 24-7 on our voicemail line. Just call 302-364-0308. And you can always email me using my contact page at lauradadams.com or even connect with me on Instagram at lauradadams. If you're like most Americans, you might not have even heard the term cryptocurrency or digital assets until just a few years ago. Now, it's getting mentioned in the news and throughout popular culture, like Super Bowl commercials and Saturday Night Live shows. And since the Russian invasion of Ukraine, crypto has been pouring into the country to help citizens defend themselves. And since March is Women's History Month, I wanted to interview Flory Marquez. She's a female co-founder of BlockFi. BlockFi is a crypto financial services company, and they recently released their second annual Real Talk Women and Crypto 2.0 survey. And I thought the survey revealed some really interesting information about women, and it, it reveals their knowledge and behavior around crypto, investing, and career aspirations. And I think the results may surprise you. I first learned about BlockFi at Finder.com, a comparison site that has an amazing amount of crypto resources if you're looking to learn more. And they connected me with Flory. I really enjoyed our wide-ranging discussion about why she believes Americans, and particularly women, should care about crypto. 
Here are some more of the topics we talk about on today's show. We cover how Flory's background led her to become the BlockFi co-founder. We cover low and no-risk ways that you can own crypto and gain exposure to alternative investments. We talk about the massive increase in women who have invested in crypto, who plan to invest in it, and are interested in crypto jobs. Why one in five women believe crypto can help them reach significant financial goals. We cover some common misunderstandings about crypto and why it's not too late to buy crypto. How to leverage the 400% increase in crypto job openings, even if you're an industry newbie. And we cover how globally accessible financial products solve multiple macroeconomic challenges that we're facing right now. So I won't make you wait any longer. Here's my interview with Flory. Flory, it is so great to connect with you. I am just so glad to have you on the show. It's so great to be here. I'm I'm very excited as well. I am a BlockFi user. I have the BlockFi Rewards credit card and love it. So this is super exciting for me to kind of pick your brain and and learn a little bit more about the company. So let me start out by asking you how you got involved in cryptocurrency to begin with. Well, first off, um, I'm so excited that you're a user. Anytime I'm, you know, doing an interview for a potential team member or, you know, something like this, it's so awesome when people actually get our products and um, I do think you're using maybe one of the most exciting ones, the Crypto Rewards credit card. So thank you so much for for your support. And I'm glad you've had such an awesome experience. I first got into crypto when I started BlockFi, really. So back in 2017, and I came from traditional finance. And then um, I really wanted to get into a space where I could learn more and have more jobs um, in my first role in traditional finance. I did want to learn more about the different parts of the firm, but sometimes when companies are really structured, that can be difficult. And so I threw myself into the chaos of startups because I really wanted to be able to build and wear multiple different hats. So I met my co-founder through that second company that I jumped to, Bond Street. They did lending to small businesses and my co-founder, Zach, worked for one of our partners, actually. So Finder's a partner that connected us and... um, you know, Zach was a partner at my last company. So partnerships are really important. And after two years at Bond Street, the rest of the team was acquired by Goldman. And I had this decision of, you know, do I go back into traditional finance? Or Zach had this idea to build a financial company for crypto investors. I knew everything there was about building lending products, getting licenses. How do you build compliance? How do you build operations within fintech? And the ability to use that knowledge to then build a platform that would allow me to learn about crypto was like a, it was like a no brainer for me. I was like, absolutely. I joined up with Zach and we started building BlockFi. I love that. You know, for folks who are brand new to this space, maybe they've heard of cryptocurrency, but they're not you know, really sure what it is. Maybe they haven't started investing yet. Can you explain just kind of in a nutshell what BlockFi is? the services that you provide, kind of all the things that you offer your users? So anytime you're a founder, there's your long-term vision of what you want to achieve and what we do today. So our long-term vision, which we're kind of at today, is to basically be able to create financial products powered by crypto, available to users on a global scale. So long-term, I want people all over the world to be able to access the same financial products that we have on the U- in the U.S., 
directly on their app and we're leveraging crypto to, to get those assets to them. Today, primarily we are offering uh, retail products and institutional products for people looking to invest in crypto. So what that means is um, if you're a retail consumer, you can download the BlockFi app and buy or sell crypto for the first time. Um, so you can trade different types of cryptocurrencies. We're working on, we have an interest-bearing account um, that we're working on getting registered in the US. So some people have access to it and hopefully we'll be able to offer it to new clients um, in the next few months. We also have the crypto rewards credit card. So what we really think about at BlockFi is how can we get you access to products that you already know how to use, but get you a little bit of a crypto angle in it. So the rewards credit card is just a regular credit card, but you can earn different types of crypto instead of miles. And then on the institutional side, uh, you can kind of think about it like a JP Morgan Chase. We have all these assets from our retail consumers on the app. And on the institutional side, we lend it out to different institutions to generate a yield. That's great. And I do think the credit card is a pretty special product because it allows you to start earning crypto even without putting a penny of your own money you know, into the exchange. And so it's, I think, a low risk kind of on ramp for people to just get familiar with what crypto is, what it looks like. And I, I would encourage folks to really play around in the space. You know, if you're not familiar and you're you're curious, one of the best ways to learn is just by doing. And for so many apps and crypto products, you really just have to get in and play a bit. And if that means just getting a crypto credit card or maybe buying $50 worth of Bitcoin just to get started, um, I think it can really be pretty enlightening for people because for most crypto may seem very kind of out there and not very tangible. But once you start playing around and you have your own account and you sort of see what, what's involved, um, it becomes much more tangible to you and, and you truly understand the benefits. Absolutely. So that's one of the things that we really think about a lot, which is like, how can I get you to flex the muscles that you already know how to use, but get you passive exposure to this new class? Because I think that if you're a brand new user and you download um, a crypto app that allows you to trade for the first time, it can be very overwhelming to look at all of the different options and then jump in with your own cash and you know put yourself out there as an investor. And so the beauty of the credit card is exactly what you said, right? It's low risk. Most people in the US already know how to spend a credit card on a monthly basis and pay off their bill. We're asking you to do the same thing, but instead you get this passive exposure uh, where you can earn, you know, 1.5% uh, back in crypto. It's just the same, you know, all the things you like to hear in a credit card, right? No annual fee, no foreign transaction fee. You get to pick which type of cryptocurrency you want to earn. And one of the beautiful things about crypto is that it does ignite this passion for financial products that really hasn't existed for a long time or ever. And so this card has been one of the fastest growing cards we've seen in fintech in some time. So we already have over 80,000 active card holders and people are spending quite a bit on the card. So what we're seeing is as opposed to a regular card, I think there's this bias to put more on your BlockFi card instead of maybe spreading it out over different cards because you're earning Bitcoin, which can be worth so much more years from now than it is today. 
That's right. And you think about if that if that Bitcoin is gaining in value over time, that makes the purchases that you put on the card cost even less. You know, if you kind of think about the long term value. Exactly. So, you know, that's our hope that, you know, if you look at um, the Bitcoin returns over the last two years, I think Bitcoin's returned around like 260 percent if you bought it two years ago. And so one of the crazy things that could happen is you're spending on this credit card, you earn 1.5% back in Bitcoin, and then the rewards can actually be worth more next year than they are today. Whereas with something like airline miles, usually the amount, the flight that you can buy next year, if you've just held on to those points is actually going to be less. So it's one of the first rewards where you're actually gaining assets over time. Yeah, love that. Flory, I know at BlockFi, you did a really interesting study about women and crypto and looking at kind of sentiment and patterns of investing with women. I'm since we're women and you know a lot we have a lot of women in the audience. Not all women, we have a lot of men too. So so don't tune out if you're uh, a male listener, but I, I think that the data that you all revealed in the study is is pretty interesting. So I would love for you to talk a little bit about, you know, why you wanted to do the study and maybe some of the most interesting points that you found. Well, I think regardless of your of the demographic, this data that you are in the audience, this data is really interesting, right? Because if you're listening to this, you're probably interested in like, what is the price of crypto going to do over time? And what's really interesting about this data is I think that there are so many people out there from different demographics who haven't yet invested, who are on the sidelines. And the data shows that we're trending into more and more people converting into crypto. What we found, so we, we interviewed a thousand people who identify as women. And we did two surveys. We did one six months ago and one today. Um, The most recent survey showed that over the last six months, the amount of women who reported knowing how to buy crypto has doubled. What that means is that, you know, a huge goal for us is to be able to reach out to demographics who have historically been excluded from um, investing and see if we can convert them into crypto for the first time. And the data is showing that I think through education and some of the work that companies like BlockFi are doing, we are actually going to see increased representation of women in crypto. I think a couple things that we saw in terms of how uh, women feel about crypto is um, women view crypto as a means to achieve financial goals, but they do acknowledge that an education gap exists. So the survey found that women understand that there's value in this asset, but maybe there's more learning to do before um, we can turn knowledge into ownership. Um, and another really interesting thing was that women's interest in crypto actually extends beyond investing to include careers. And so the women in the survey found that actually crypto was a more promising career in their view than, than fintech, which was a surprise to me. Yeah, talk to me a little bit about that. I know there's been kind of a huge shift from web two to web three careers, people kind of leaving traditional finance, taking a, a leap and taking a risk to move into the, the DeFi space or the web three space, whatever you want to call it, um, to, you know, really I think, take some interesting moves in their careers. Obviously, people wouldn't do that if they didn't feel quite bullish about the industry as a whole. So at BlockFi, what are you seeing in terms of careers and and especially women coming into the company? 
Yeah, so I think it's a very interesting moment in time just with the transition to remote work. And so from a labor market perspective, we're seeing a lot less friction and people switching jobs. So I think what the pandemic did is it made individuals really take a step back and think about, is this what I want to do every day when I wake up? Am I passionate about my job? Do I like my manager? Do I like the culture of the company? Um, and the beauty of remote work is I think it makes it much more, uh, much easier for people to interview for different jobs, right? Pre-pandemic, you had to, you know, pretend to have like three different dentist appointments <laughs> in one week. And now you can just, you know, go from one Zoom meeting back to work. And so what we've seen is that there is um, a huge demand for people to move into the crypto space. And this is so different from what it was four and a half years ago when I first started BlockFi. It was pretty difficult to convince someone from a traditional background to move from, let's say, finance into crypto four and a half years ago. But I think the space has truly matured. It has, I think people understand the promise of it a lot better. And so what we've seen is more and more people are moving into the space. And at BlockFi, I would say that the demographics, both from a user base and from an employee base, are not where I would like them to be. I do think we have more work to do to really hit an inclusivity number that I can feel good about. But we do have about a third of our team that identify as women. Um, and if you compare that to the crypto space in a blockchain project, usually 8 to 12% of the employee base identifies as women. So we're doing better than crypto overall. But at BlockFi, the way I like to build is I set my own bar and my own standard and I want to do better. Money Girl is sponsored by Claritin. If you're like me and you suffer from allergies, you know this time of year can be pretty rough. There's a lot of sneezing, itchy eyes, congestion, and they can really hold you back from living the life you want to live. Luckily, for those with allergies, you can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This is a product designed for serious allergy sufferers. It's got two ingredients in one pill that relieve allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combo of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant relieves all the symptoms that you suffer. And what I love about Claritin D is that it starts working in as little as 30 minutes. Plus, it's non-drowsy, so you can still make the most of your day. I can take Claritin D and then get on the mic and record a podcast without being too congested. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. This episode is brought to you by AARP. Ten years from today, Lisa Schneider will trade in her office job to become the leader of a pack of dogs. As the owner of her own dog rescue, that is. A second act made possible by the reskilling courses Lisa's taking now with AARP to help make sure her income lives as long as she does. And she can finally run with the big dogs. And the small dogs, who just think they're big dogs. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org skills. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu accreditation.
about, you know, the types of careers, if somebody listening is interested in getting into the crypto world, but they're thinking, gosh, you know, I don't know anything about smart contracts, or I'm not a developer, you know, what are there potential roles in, in crypto that, that maybe um, are for people who are not deep into the crypto world or development right now? So one of the misconceptions about crypto is that you have to know about crypto in order to move into the space. But the reality is that crypto is very new. And so there's really no such thing as a crypto expert. What the space needs is people from traditional roles to come in and bring that experience into our space for the first time. And so what those jobs mean, um, they're just like traditional roles. So we have client service opportunities. We have sales jobs. We have marketing jobs. You have social media managers. Even on the operations side, for example, it is a very bespoke set of skills. I manage the operations team. But if you have operations experience in a different industry, I think it's our role as a company to teach you how the operations in crypto work and for you to bring in your industry experience and make sure that we're hitting those standards within the crypto space. Now, you mentioned misunderstandings about you know, the crypto world. I'd love to kind of circle back and, and just see what you think about general misunderstandings about cryptocurrency in general. What are some things that maybe people who are not experienced with buying crypto or um, you know, even getting interest products in crypto, what are some of the misunderstandings that maybe are holding people back from, from jumping in and taking advantage of them? I think the number one misunderstanding is that it's too late to get into crypto. And the reality is that it's never too late to get into crypto. It's all about time in the market, not timing the market. So, you know, we talked about um, more and more people moving into the space and including people from different demographics, right? And so what that means is that we're just at the beginning. There's so much growth left in this sector. Many companies popping up like BlockFi who are building more and more infrastructure to make it easier to purchase and use crypto in everyday life. And what that means to me is that, you know, hopefully the price of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies are just going to continue to rise over time as more people move into this space and as more companies build off of these assets. So yeah, the number one misconception is that it's too late. And, and you know, what's the phrase? Like, what was the best time to buy yesterday? What's the second best time today? Um, that's definitely true. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're at such an interesting time right now, as you mentioned. There's so much going on in the crypto world. I mean, I think the pandemic sort of elevated uh, the the profile of cryptocurrency. Um, certainly, with everything going on in in Ukraine right now, there's been you know we've seen a huge inflow of cryptocurrency into that country. Um, President Biden recently created an executive order to make sure that there's more research done on cryptocurrency. There's just so much going on right now. Why do you think people should truly care about crypto right now? Obviously, there's probably a ton of reasons, but maybe maybe what's dear to you about crypto and, and why do you think people should uh, maybe give it a second look if they have been thinking, oh, you know, that's a fad. That's not going to be here down the road. Why should they care? You hit on so many important topics. And I think first off, I want to say that um, for myself and BlockFi, our thoughts are with the people of Ukraine. And um, as a global company, our mission is to export financial services to clients around the globe. In terms of your question of why should people care? Sometimes in the US, we have 
a very US-centered view on financial assets and the benefits to society. And one of the things that I think is so important to highlight about crypto is that it really changes the game in terms of financial empowerment for people outside of the US. So if we take Ukraine as an example, for the first time in history, if you have crypto assets, you can take those assets with you. And so what that means for a Ukrainian citizen that maybe is being dislocated at the moment, if they're using an app like BlockFi, they can have their savings available to them on the app, and then they can access those the next day from a completely different country. There's so much going on for Ukrainian citizens. Financial security is just one very, very minor aspect of it. But I do think that crypto does make a difference in a very small way at a very chaotic time for them. Yeah, so so important and and so key for helping people being able to cross borders, you know, being able to, as you said, take that money, you know, yes, maybe you could cross a border with cash or gold, but it could also be confiscated at the border as well. It's pretty hard to confiscate um, your cryptocurrency. Uh, So while every currency has its pros and cons, I think having cryptocurrency in your portfolio has more pros than cons for a lot of reasons. And as you mentioned, I think in the U.S., we we tend not to see all those other benefits um, because we, we're safe right now. You know, we don't necessarily have our fiat currency at risk. Uh, that doesn't mean it couldn't be at risk in the future. So everything that we're seeing right now, I think, are huge lessons for us all to learn. And, you know, I'm, I'm truly grateful that the Ukrainian folks have had the opportunity to use cryptocurrency. And I've heard so many stories of people saying, you know, crypto saved my life. It allowed me to have somebody in Poland buy a train ticket for me. So when I got there, I would have transportation, just all kinds of use cases that we've seen. Yeah, you talked about something I'm really passionate about, instability in currencies. Um, And my family is actually originally from Argentina. Um, And Argentina is a country, you know, we're having a little bit of inflation right now in the U.S., Argentina has suffered from hyperinflation. So what that means is when I was younger and I would go to Argentina, the exchange rate for $1 to one pesa was um, one to two. The last time I went down there, the exchange rate was one to 85. What that meant was that if you were an Argentinian citizen and you just held your savings in the pesa, every moment that went by your purchasing power went down. So how, how far your savings could get you was going down and down just by letting it sit in your bank account. And so one of the other beauties about crypto for countries who have unstable currencies is it allows their citizens to basically exit that currency risk and access something more stable. For us in the US, Bitcoin might seem extremely volatile, but for someone living in a country with hyperinflation, Bitcoin actually might be much more stable than what's available to them. And that for the first time in history, people have direct access to these products. And I think that's really groundbreaking from a financial empowerment perspective. Flory, thank you so much. Where can the listeners go to learn more about BlockFi and uh, even check out some of the careers you mentioned? Yeah, so um, we're BlockFi on Twitter. You can find us on LinkedIn where we have a lot of our jobs posted. And one of the things that we do extremely well that I really recommend is we have amazing client service. I actually manage that team. Um, They're incredible. And so you can actually pick up the phone and call us and learn more about our products directly by talking to us. And I think that's really game changing 
Um, I'm founder Flory on Twitter, love and alliteration. Um, but yeah, you know, you can find us on our website, on Twitter, on LinkedIn. We have a hundred jobs posted. So if you're, um, if you identify as a woman and you're listening to me and you're thinking about getting into crypto, please check out our jobs. Um, and we, we'd love to have you join the team. Fantastic. And I also know you set up BlockFi.com slash money girl. Um, what would listeners find if they head to that page? Definitely more information on how to open um, a BlockFi account. And I think um, we probably have a, a conversion uh, incentive going on right now. So definitely check this out. Flory, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. It's been great. Flory, thanks again for such a great interview. And before we go, I'd love for you to connect on Twitter at Laura Adams or on Instagram, as I mentioned, which is at Laura D. Adams. And lauradadams.com is my personal site where you can use my contact page and learn more about my work, books, and money courses. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. Until then, here's to living a richer life. Money Girl is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg with editing by Adam Cecil. Our advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our assistant manager is Emily Miller. And our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu accreditation. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.